Hi, Nick Green here, host of Behavior Fit Radio, where we talk health, fitness, and behavior analysis. Let's start the show. Just a quick note on this episode, this is an audio-only version of the YouTube clip that goes along with it. Enjoy. Hello, Nick Green here. Three, two, one. Hello, Nick Green here. Um, today's episode, I'm going to talk about workout intensity. Now, why am I picking this topic? Well, it, it kind of uh, it came about where there's a there's a guy that I work with who is uh, kind of making a joke um, with some fellow fellow employees. They were um, they're leaving. They had their gym bags, and he was just like, "What are you guys going to do at the gym when you get there?" Let me adjust the mic here. Um, he was like, well, uh, you know, we're going to go work out. And uh, he, he brought it up and uh, uh, kind of a funny story. I'll let you be the judge. But he was just like, so, you know, so many times I go to the gym and I just see people like they'll do a set and then they'll just sit down on the bench and then be on their phone for like five, ten minutes. Right. And then that totally kills the intensity. But if we're looking at how to measure intensity, I think it's important to consider what we would do to uh, measure to determine if person A had an intense workout or person B has had an intense workout. But, I mean, I think we all can agree that um, if we are taking many long breaks in between sets, you know, and his his joke, my uh, the, the guy at work, he was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll be on the machine, I'll be doing my workout, I'm in and out in 20 minutes, so his intensity is probably relatively high. He sees somebody... You know, they do one set, do one set on the bench, and then they take a five-minute break, and then they do another set, and then they take another break. Then they might switch exercises. And I brought up, to, I brought up the point too. It's like, well, you know, depending on what somebody's programming is, that person may be um, doing what they're supposed to. But I get it. Looks can kind of be deceiving. You know, if we're looking at the, uh, you know, if it if it smells like a fish, swims like a fish, tastes like a fish, it's probably a fish. If it looks like low intensity, it probably is. But um, yeah, so I just want to kick off this this episode um, just with that piece on you know working out. We spend a lot of time doing it, and really it comes down to like how effective are we with that um, with our time. And so intensity is a great measure. So that's just a you know that's probably why I ha- how how I got into CrossFit um, CrossFit. I'm not saying it's uh, that everybody should do it. It's a must, you know. It's a must have. But um, I love it. You know, I think it's it's a methodology that goes beyond, you know, um, what maybe people think about it. But um, we'll just leave it at that. That's a podcast for another day. But a key component of um, CrossFit is intensity. And what I loved about uh, the CrossFit Level One training seminar that I went to was that. Intensity is measured, and they take a, a, a physics approach. But before we jump into that, um, the the kind of let's let's get back to the health the health benefits here. So intensity, you know, I think we all can agree that it's going to help us increase our heart rate. Any movement or activity that helps us increase the heart rate, that's going to come along with all kinds of health benefits, right? So we get we get better cardiovascular endurance. We'll probably lose. Uh, some fat cells or probably gain some muscle mass, things like that. So all those gains that we're interested in. So, you know, again, if we're starting with intensity, 
it's going to align with some health benefits most likely. And then that's going to lead to, you know, that intensity, whatever kind of movement, whatever preferred activity we enjoy, um, we change, whatever that is, um, the intensity, it's going to be important to maintain that no matter what you do. So um, intensity, intensity, intensity. So in preparation for this this episode, I looked at a couple of things. I looked at my um, my level one training guide that you can see here on the screen here. I also have an old, I'll show it on the screen, you know, again, this is a video, um, but if you're listening on the podcast, I'm showing an old, looks like a 70s version physics book, um, and you'll see why I looked into that. Interestingly enough, on the back, Barnes and Nobles, right? Barnes and Nobles used to be a very popular brick and mortar uh, textbook store. Anyway, so very cool. So this is... Uh, Published probably in the 70s and 80s, but we know physics and science, the principles are there. They don't change. So I just wanted to cross-reference that a little bit um, again. And then I looked at um, a couple different websites as I was looking for, um, you know, how do we go about measuring intensity and, um, you know, applying that to what we do on, you know, on the daily in the gym. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and jump right into it. So now... um, Beginning with uh, this CrossFit Level 1 training guide, um, we look up the words power um, on the search here on my PDF. Um, power, I think I found it under intensity. Um, intensity, it's not popping up there. Um, let's go ahead and we'll just bring it out here. So the thing that I, I took away most from the from that Level 1 training seminar, um, again, this, 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 uh, this coaching seminar is kind of the entry level formalized coaching program for anybody that wants to um, you know coach in a brick and mortar crossfit um, gym and so everybody's required to take this course and so the one piece obviously if you've gotten to know me over the past couple years that i love all right i found it i love um data right and coach glassman coach greg glassman he was the founder of crossfit so um, he wanted to take a science-based approach to measuring okay Who's more fit than the other? So intensity is kind of the key here. So um, this stuff gets a little hairy and complicated. I'm going to do my best to um, unpack it. And I think there's an extra kind of behavioral piece that could benefit from looking at um, our workouts, you know, when it comes to intensity and repeated measures. So um, so there's this, uh, there's this chart here. It has x-axis, y-axis. Um, on the x-axis has time in minutes. And then on the y-axis has power of foot pounds per minute. So basically the amount of work that we do. So um, there are five different um, data paths. This black line is the best fit. So it kind of has that classic, um, would this be a a hyperbolic curve? I believe that's right. My my basic research friends will shoot me. Um, But anyway, you kind of see the best fit there. And then you have different types of exercises that what you can do is you can plot on the x-axis, how, how long it took you to complete a workout, and then how much power you produced in, as measured by foot-pounds per minute. And the, the spreadsheet that I'll show here briefly um, in a little bit, that those x's on this graph here, really, that's the day-to-day activity that I think isn't really explained too well. But again, it was reassuring as a, you know, as a, as an attendee, as a uh, now CF, you know, CrossFit Level 1 certificate, that um, it was nice to see how there was this kind of database approach to, you know, tackling fitness because, um, you know, you got other types of workout modalities and things. And, um, you know, I love the measurement piece. So um, there's that. So 
when it comes down to it, a big piece here is that this power is, this is where the physics books come in here, comes in here. So I'll go ahead and open up the iPad. Again, this is a video version. If you're on, if you're on the, uh, if you're listening on a podcast, um, go ahead and find it on the YouTube. So let me move some things on my desk here. Holy cow. Um, all right. So again, at the top, intensity is key to, you know, to general fitness gains. We can, we can agree to that. So we start with intensity. The next thing about measuring intensity is that intensity, an intensity measure is really a measure of power, right? In the graph, we see the power is foot pounds per minute. We don't need to pay attention to the, the actual values, but we'll just go ahead and make sure that we are on the same page there now. Now when it comes to power, power equals, you know, basically how much work you're doing over time, right? I used to watch um, uh, Rob Dyrdek's Fantasy Factory and uh, Big Black, the guy there, rest in peace. He always his his catchphrase was "Do work, do work, son." So all about getting that work in, you know, working on your technique, working on your movements, spending that you know hour in high intensity activity. So power now. So we got intensity equals power. Power is work over time. You break down power once more and work here. Now we're starting to get over. Work is force times distance over time. And then we look at power. Then you break, you can break force down. You know, this is where my physics knowledge um, kind of paused a little bit once I got into derivatives and things. But force, we all know force is mass times acceleration. And then we get distance over time. All right, so that's how we start breaking it down. Okay, so we're right there. Now, when I was looking for some quick Google research and all these things, what I came across was a spreadsheet that was posted on an old CrossFit, um, an old CrossFit uh, uh, journal. You know, really, it was kind of like a message board, and so it was. Uh, you can find it. I, I have a modified version that I, I prepared for this episode, but it's called the. Demenico Power Output Calculator, calculator, D-E-M-I-N-I-C-O, Power Output Calculator. So what this is, this is an Excel spreadsheet that had four original tabs. Um, this Nick Watt edits one is my custom one, but you have anthro, anthro, uh, let me try this again, anthropometry, basically your body measurements, your workouts, movements, I have my edits there, and then my anthropometric data. So here again, I'm not. We're not going to be measuring femur bones and tibia and forearm. That's what it has here. It has all these different weights, heights, ratios, and all these things. But this was kind of a nice start. So shout out to Mr. Domenico. Um, I think his name is Matt on the CrossFit Journal page. I've kind of put this together. Very useful. But I think what I'm going to do with this episode is kind of take it and you have it more. Have, you know, it really explain how to use it on the day to day, and um, you know which will help us think about our workouts and intensity and everything. So um, that's the spreadsheet there. So before we get into all the fun numbers and everything, um, again, we need to conceptualize what's happening when we're thinking about our workouts, whether it's a CrossFit workout or anything else. So getting back to the iPad here, what we want to look at, any type of workout we want to look at, you know, for the workout here, we'll call it the WOD. We want to consider 
let's say we're doing two to three different types of movements here, and this is common in any type of workout, right? You might have a push-up, a wall ball, and maybe like a run or something like that. But you want what what you do here with the spreadsheet, which is um, again the goal here is to look at how much power and information or how much power data, how much intensity we're engaging in, how how lazy are we, right? How, are we working hard? Are we moving slow? Um, all these data are going to help us. They're just going to, the point of all this is to give us new information that we can make better fitness decisions, right? Um, so if we take these movements, really for all three of these, it comes down to, we want to, we need to know how much work it takes to move our body weight, how much work it takes to move, you know, any extra load and then we multiply that times you know how many repetitions we have again writing this on the iPad and then um, then we consider you know the time right so you put that over time so you look at no matter what excuse me our bodies are with us all the time so we need to know our height and weight there um, the extra load would be if we're doing like back squats in a workout, we need to know that the weight of the barbell. If we if we have uh, if we're doing pull-ups, we need to know if there's um, are we doing weighted pull-ups, right? Um, any extra load as far as a wall ball, that's that's an extra 20 pounds or 14 pounds depending on what you're using. Uh, maybe you're doing you know like a deadlift, that's an extra load, things like that. So conceptually here, we're looking at any, in any type of workout, we need to look at the movements we're engaging in and what the extra load is, how many repetitions we're doing, and then when we put that all over time, that's when we get a better understanding of how how fit we are, right? So breaking it down simply, it's like if I did 20 repetitions of a push-up in one minute as opposed to 20 repetitions over 10 minutes, we can all agree that the first workout of doing 20 repetitions of a push-up over one minute is going to be more intense and again intensity is a very subjective term but when we map it onto these you know these equations these very simple math equations we look at the body weight we do that we're, we're producing more foot pounds over time right we're pr producing more force whatever your whatever your metric is um, so that is going to be our you know just a basic rationale of intensity so now Getting to an example, this is where the fun part comes in. So we're going to break it down into just three kind of real basic, simple, um, simple, uh, simple exercises to show us how um, using data in this way help us uh, make better fitness decisions. So um, I'll briefly describe what's happening on these um, on this spreadsheet here. So. Anthro, the, again, the word I can't say, anthropometry, anthrop, anthropo, it's A-N-T-H-R-O-P-O-M-E-T-R-Y, anthropometry, anthropometry data. Okay, so this is where you have your inches of how, how long your pelvis is, femur, tibia. I didn't really use this. Again, this is, you know, again, I'm trying to best sort out what information we need, so I, I just ignore that. But we have the anthropometric data, which then comes into, we see, um, a spreadsheet that um, looks like we get five, six participants here, different ages, different weights, height, structures, and everything. Then we have how long, how heavy the thorax weighs, how you know how many of those we had. We have one head, <laughs> total kilograms. 
Um, the quantity here was important because you have two arms, two forearms, two hands, things like that. So really what I did was I, start, I started looking at rough percentages here. And yes, again, getting back to um, my episode last week on valid, valid and reliable data. These data might not be exactly valid, but they'll be re reliable to the extent that I'm using the same general you know, equations when it comes to calculating body weight and all these measures that you'll see um, shortly. But again, getting back to the to the worksheet. So those are, again, basically it's like how super scientific do you want to get with each of these um, data points. So, um, so now these body measures, so again, this kind of adds to the body weight load, how, how, how much distance we're covering, you know, when it comes to, uh, performing like an air squat or a back squat, right? If I'm in the standing position and I'm six feet high or six feet tall and I'm squatting down to below parallel, I'm probably going to move about, you know, 18 to 24 inches, depending on how low I get in the how low I get into the back squat. So that distance measure is a part of the force equation, again, which funnels it from all of these, you know, body, um, body length measures. So um, again, using rough estimates, but getting back to now how all these, uh, how the body, the body measures funnel into the workout data. So very impressed with how this worksheet works here. So um, it's not super exciting, visually sexy to look at, but um, what you do is you pick any type of movement and let me go ahead and um, let me go to mine here. So we'll start from scratch. So movement here, you just pick what, what do we do here? So let's say we're going to take a deadlift movement. How many reps did we do? We did, let's say we did um, three by eight, you know, three sets of eight. So let's say we did 24 reps. Let's say we did that at 225 pounds. I'm just filling in columns left to right here, total reps. Um, 225 pounds. These other columns here are only for box jumps and rope climbs. So what we do is these equations, and we figure out that the work done, body weight work done, um, again, is 1,592 pounds. So again, that's imagine that's just a deadlift motion of you having to hinge over, lift up um, your body um, by itself. But then when you add the barbell, the work done is that 24 times 225 and that becomes 9,998. So when you put, when you add those together, the amount of work that you did was 11,560 pounds. Okay. That was the amount of work. Now, when we consider the intensity, let's say we did that over, I don't know, three by eight, let's say you took some rest, did it over 10 minutes. So now, um, in the, in the column here, it shows us that we performed um, 19.27 foot pounds a second. Um, um, right, so total seconds there. So we did that by seconds. So um, we could even just do instead of instead of seconds, we could just say it's minutes, and I could just do over. Um, what is six six hundred seconds? Ten minutes? Um, I can't think here. So if we just did minutes divided by ten, if we did six, it could be. 1,900 pounds um, a minute. So we'll go back to 600 for seconds. Uh, or you could do minutes, right? So then you get 192. Again, we're just moving that decimal over. Okay. Let's go back and fix that um, equation there. So now, right, let's say we did that same amount of weight, but in a shorter time, we'll see, oops, I really messed up that equation. So now let's say we did it in nine minutes, this number and the power is going to go up. So 21. So again, the more we do in less time, the intensity increases, right? So that was just for a simple 
deadlift workout. Now, what we do here, okay, so that was the first example. Now let's just look at kind of like a simple, a simple, um, simple wad here, simple workout, one that's already um, programmed in here. Let's say um, I have the example. I had Grace in here. Let's say, let's say Annie. Annie is a workout where you do double unders and you do sit-ups. Okay, so you do this for time. So now here, the work is already programmed in here based on you know, your height and weight data. So you're going to do, you know, close to thirty thousand pounds of work based on sit-ups. You know, you're jumping up and down one hundred and fifty times. Um, and that takes work. So now let's just say I've done this workout before. I think I did it. I can't remember. Maybe it was like seven minutes, something like that. So when we do, um, when we put that together, why well, that's not working up. So now we start, we begin to see seven, 71, 68 foot pounds a second. So you get the idea. So now the important thing to look at is, okay, let's go ahead and make a quick little, you know, X, Y, um, a little XY chart here. So if I just do round one, round two, round three, round four, round five, or you could say any, I don't know, any session, one, two, three. So we know that um, we did in seven minutes, right? So we could track time. We could say in seconds. You could say we did it in four, 420 seconds. And foot pounds a second was seven, 68 right so these are going to work are these these numbers are going to change hand in hand so let's say, let's say next time you do this in six you know six uh 48 great so now we're at 408 and your number is going to increase there. seven 73 79 and let's say we go let's say the next time we do it you know so uh, we need three data points to make a trend and let's say the next time you did it in six 55 and now that's 415 seconds and then we go to 7 72 54 foot pounds per second so now this is the now this is the value of looking at um how the how looking at data this way um is beneficial so again the spreadsheet that uh mr demonico created was great but now the next piece that we can have is charting these workouts over time so let's go ahead and look at workouts all right so now oh why is this all goofy let's let me go ahead and i'm making a line graph um okay so here now let's look at let's plot this on the secondary axis here um all right, so now let's say we did these first three times. Let's say, let's say with no coaching. First three sessions. So now what we could do here is like, okay. All right, well, I want to get some coaching. Let's say I need to work on my double unders or timing. Okay, let's say we do that. Let's say double under, double under training happens before session four, in between sessions three and four. Double under training. Okay, so now... Let's say we get to, now all of a sudden, boom, 5.45. What that turns into is 3.45. 3.45, and then the foot pounds went to 87. 26. 
All right, so now we see, uh, we just see how these two um, values here are now, uh, we'll call this any performance. It's two values. We have the, um, this is the power. The power is increasing over time when the um, while the time is going down. So the seconds completed. We start at 420, then 345. And so the magic here is that what we can do is then look at the any performance. We begin looking at, okay, well, let's, here's the magic of uh, doing this. We need, to, we need to break this line real quick. We need to break this line. Because we need we need to tell us we need to tell ourselves a story here. Let's say boom, insert. We need to put a little line here, and I'm just doing this because it's visually it's easier to understand what's happening here. So again, what do we say before session four? Uh, business as usual. But then once we had some new coaching here, then we saw. Uh, we had the blue line, which was our seconds decreased, and then the red line, our power increased. So those kind of, those worked inversely with each other. So when one went down, the other went up. Okay. So again, you can start seeing the beauty of having this, um, this spreadsheet. But again, you're not going to spend a lot of time like using the spreadsheet every day. So I think there's a better way to kind of organize this information. And I'm going to work on some type of um, tool that would be easier for, for you to use because it took me a lot. It took me just a long time to just figure out how the equations were working and everything else. So, um, all right, so that was for kind of a simple workout. But now, let's say we want to get fancy. We have a very complicated uh, um, workout. And so I'll, I'll go ahead and grab a workout that um, I'll grab it from, from the cell phone here, from Wattify again. Very clunky. So what I'm going to do is, what I'm going to do I'm gonna look at our workout from yesterday. So I did this um, with a buddy of mine. So we did, all right, so we, we started off with, oh, is that, are they not in here? I did bar muscle-ups. Muscle-ups, muscle-up. Okay, well, apparently the muscle-ups are just there. Okay, so we did muscle-ups, then we did so this is a long workout. This is a partner workout. We did muscle-ups and we did deadlifts. Then we did pull-ups. Next came power cleans. Power cleans. And then we did calorie row. Do we have rowing? Come on, row. Rowing, very rough estimate. Rowing. Um, burpees. All right, then we did burp. Oops, then we did burpees. So you can see how many movements here. So in my example earlier, we just had, you know, let's say we had three workouts, right? But um, now, or three movements, but now we have one, two, three. We have seven, seven movements. So we did burpees, and then we did calorie um, bike. I don't know if we have cycling. Would it be cycling? I didn't look this up ahead of time. So there's rowing in there. Um, row, run, very rest estimate. Um, blah, blah. Let's just put rowing back in there again and we'll just, for, for an example. Again, so this is a little limited here, but. Um, okay, so now back to muscle ups. We did 20 
we did 20 muscle ups and then we did 30 deadlifts this was at 225 then we did 40 pull-ups then we did power cleans at 155 then we did rowing we did 60 calories on the row i don't know okay i'll see if that's how that works 60 calories burpees 70 burpees row and we did 80 so we'll see how this works here so um and then i timed it on my watch let me go ahead and look at how long it took us yesterday we did it was 200 22 32 22 32 22 minutes is a long workout a lot of calories 200 and 332 calories all right so now let's see how much work that we did okay total work okay we did pull-ups there average weight okay so it looks like i'm just checking to see if they all filled in so we got muscle-ups deadlifts pull-ups power cleans row 60 i don't know if that rowing calories right work done body weight let me go ahead and look at the movements here. So let's look at the row. 165 work times 45 per meter traveled. Okay, well, I'll just assume that's right. Anyway, um, getting back to the spreadsheet here with my edit. So here we see, um, so we did approximately, again with these numbers, 77,426. 426 foot-pounds of work um, and we did that over 22 minutes and 32 seconds so as a team here we did uh, 54 20 57.27 foot-pounds a second sorry so um, so a lot of work happening there so you can see if let's say uh, I know there's a there's a, a pair next to us that did it in like 19 minutes so um, they did the same amount of work um, but they just their power output was that much higher. So um, you can kind of see how all these numbers fill in um, again as you kind of go through everything. So um, this is a very, you know, again, it's kind of cumbersome, but it's very interesting to see. Um, again, you know, let's say you have a workout. Let's say you did the same 2232, but now um, let's say you make the deadlift weight a little lighter. So you did 185. So you're going to do, you see how the power output um, only goes down to 75,000. Let's say the power clean you did, um, you know, 135. So you kind of see how those numbers go down. So, um, but also maybe let's look at, let's say you did the deadlift at 225. So again, there's just different measures of intensity. There are so many variables. That's the good thing and the bad thing about doing CrossFit. There's so many variables. It's hard to keep track of everything. The spreadsheet kind of helps, but you know, then the bad thing is, or did I start with the good thing? I can't remember. The good thing is, it's variability. It's great for programming, great for muscles, great for you know progress, all those things. The bad thing is when you're actually trying to figure out what what the moving pieces are and where you're at. Um, uh, there's a lot to keep track of, as you can see through this example, the spreadsheet. Um, but I think that's just kind of the uh, perfect kind of segue to. Um, this has great utility, I think. You know, again, I'm going to work on a better version of. You know, cleaning up these spreadsheets is that um, we need to learn how to, you know, respond to, you know, workouts that they're prescribed at RX weight. Um, oftentimes, coach, you know, coaches say, 
Keep up the intensity. Keep up the intensity. Well, what does that mean? There's, you know, seven movements in this workout. How do I, how do I make that a little bit better? Um, uh, you know, do I change the number of reps? Do I change, um, do I change the weight? Right. So let's say, I don't know. Okay. Let's say the output, uh, 76,000 here. Let's say, well, you know, to keep the intensity up, I can't do 225, but we're at 76,000. Um, okay, we dropped it to 185. Uh, maybe let's just do 40. You know, 40. Okay, so if you do, so if you just did 10 extra repetitions, but at a lower weight, your power output's actually going to be more than doing, you know, 30 at 225. So there's just so many things to manipulate, and that, you know, again, my kind of goal is to figure out how to best provide everybody with tools to make the best decisions possible when it comes to, you know, do I need to do this workout rx do i need to scale it do i need to modify where am i in the movements you know maybe i can't do power cleans i'm just learning do i do something else maybe my deadlifts my back is sore i can't do muscle ups what's my scale so um again it's all about keeping you know your power output high maintaining intensity keeping the heart rate up you know making it happen so um Hopefully this is a, a, a valuable, you know, exercise in looking at the data. Again, this is the just kind of the mathematical approach to looking at intensity because it's, uh, you know, especially when it comes to CrossFit, it seems like everything's kind of arbitrary and people are all over the place. But when you kind of look at the numbers behind the scene, you can see the value um, behind it all. So again, just to kind of review, intensity super important to you know just having all kinds of benefits and health gains in the gym when it comes to heart strength. Um, cardiovascular endurance, you know, strength gains, all those basic things. Um, the CrossFit Level 1, you know, uh, uh, program showed me, you know, just kind of the, the back-end kind of science piece here. So I showed that work capacity graph, but the one that really kind of got me going was this really kind of this 3D graphical re representation here. It's Figure 2 and the CrossFit Level 1 Training Guide, um, which I think it's there, but again, getting back to my, my spreadsheet, it's there as far as, you know, it, it gets the point across, but it's not, you know, I kept looking at the numbers. I'm like, this just isn't as, as useful as something. And I'm glad this spreadsheet here was available, um, the power output calculator. But again, we still need that everyday um, strategy. So, you know, what you would do then again is keep track of, okay, if I did this power output here for round one, round two, um, workout one, workout two, um, that's where I think we can really get that extra edge when it comes to making better fitness decisions if we're looking to learn a new skill, you know, improve something specifically or kind of train for an elite comp elite competition. You know, maybe elite athletes out there, you know, if you're listening, you know, you look at your power output, you know, this could just be, you know, hypothetically looking at the screen here. Let's say you have a, a three movement exercise and you got to do it five rounds in a row. Okay, well, let's look at your power output per round. Let's see where you're slipping, right? You can see all the different variables all the different rates of your repetition so um you know the list goes on you you know i just rattled off like three or five different ideas so um that's it for today um keep moving and i'll talk to you soon that's it for today's episode i hope you enjoyed if you haven't yet follow me on all social media platforms you can find me at behavior fit that is b-e-h-a-v-i-o-r-f-i-t on facebook instagram and on youtube if you haven't already, check out my main site where there's blogs, sign up for the newsletter, and more. Go to www.behaviorfit.com or email me at nick at Hope to hear from you soon and keep moving.